reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. highest privilege to introduce the preacher for this morning. Now, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 10 verse 41 that if you receive a prophet as a prophet, you get a prophet's reward. You receive a righteous man in the name of a righteous man, you receive a righteous man's reward. Now, usually we get the impression that you must choose one. I came to impress upon your heart. You have every right to choose all of the above. In other words, this morning, the man through whom God is about to give his word can be many things. It all depends on you. And I want someone here to receive him as a teacher, as a prophet, as a pastor, as many things as you can think of. This morning, as you stand on your feet, let us receive the ministry of Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. There is nothing you cannot do. I send amaze in your presence. There is joy, peace, and hope. Enjoy the rest of the services. 
because we are being blessed already with songs our pastor has prayed for us we've had privileges and opportunities to give offerings and it's time for the word of God but enjoy the rest of the service I believe God has something to say to someone here and I want us before we take our seats to take our memory verse from 2nd Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9 a very beautiful scripture 2nd Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9 it says, for you know the grace of God, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, sorry. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. Though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. That ye through him through his poverty might be rich that's a major prophecy for your life beautiful so, we want to learn this as a memory verse is it possible because you yourself know the grace of God so as you Learn the scripture, may it also form part of your life. Amen. So let's read one go. Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. That ye through his poverty might be rich. Is it beautiful? Is it beautiful? Can we take it again? Jane, I'm watching you. One go. Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. That ye through his poverty, my become. Second Corinthians. I think we can quote this. So let's turn it off. Oh, want just one more. I mean, he was a rich man. Do you see? Yes. He was a rich man. Though he was rich. Yet, for your sakes, he just didn't become poor because he liked poverty. But for your sakes, he became poor. That ye, through his poverty. Let's take it for the last time. One go. Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9. Amen. Somebody with a Chinese alarm. When you are buying car alarm, buy a German car alarm, not Chinese. Let's quote it now. Turn it off. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. For ye know the grace. Let's take it again. Second Corinthians chapter 8. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though 
he was rich. Yet, for your sakes, he became poor. That ye, through his poverty, might be rich. Second Corinthians. You see, you are good. You see, you are very good. For the last time, one go. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, that ye, through his poverty, might be made rich. Second Corinthians. And it's Corinthians, not Colonthians. Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Say Corinthians. Yes, I heard Colonians. Father, we thank you for the privilege to be in your presence. Hmm. <laughs> we are wise enough not to take it for granted. Many people cannot find their way into your presence. Churches everywhere, but they just cannot find a door into a church. So when we find ourselves here, it's not because we found ourselves here but your mercy brought us here in the same way Lord let that mercy speak a word of wisdom direction for our lives light for our path as part of your mercy package thank you we receive that blessing in Jesus name Amen you may please be seated this morning, I deem it a great privilege to stand before you to share the word of God. And I want to ask you to please turn your Bibles to Mark chapter number 8. I see today is dressed down. And I've worn my Christmas suit. Am I allowed to preach wearing my Christmas suit? Mark chapter 8 and verse number 35. Glory to God. When I say glory to God, you don't say hallelujah, you say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 35, Mark chapter 8. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Anytime you take the Bible to read, you must convince yourself that you believe that it's the word of God. That it is a prophecy, a warning, a guidance, but it is more true than tomorrow's newspaper contents. Say amen. That the, the, the word of God is more real than your reality. Because we all have practical realities which sometimes 
confront the word of God. And a believer, a Christian, should always consider the word of God more real than your reality. So when you are weak, and the Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. Believe that strength from the word of God is more real than your reality of weakness. Let the poor say, I am rich. You should believe that the admonition of the word of God that you are rich. Don't, it didn't say, let the poor say, I will become rich. Let the poor say, I am rich. So, you are rich. I mean, you are rich when there is no money in your pocket. You are rich when you are not even sure what you are going to have for breakfast. Some of you may fast today. Not because you are in love with God, but it is, I'm in the spirit already. It is, it's a, it's a, it's a necessary fast. And you have just added spirituality. So you began to thank God for today's fast yesterday. But you knew that, Charlie. Obey no konoko. So, when you read the Bible, believe that the word of God is more real than your reality. Well, that was just an appropriate digression. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life. This must be one of our memory verses one of these days. Whosoever shall lose his life for my sake. Note it. Not for NDC. Because people have lost their lives for NDC. People have lost their lives for NPP. Yes. People have lost their lives for ECG. Yes. Hanging on the, whatever, working on the cable. Electrocuted. Dead. People have lost their lives for GPRTU. On the road. Accident. Dead. So we lose our lives for many things anyway. Doctors have lost their lives in the line of duty. Caring for patients. Just a little prick. HIV has entered. Ebola has entered. It's not been prick. So, we lose our lives. President, there's a president now in jail. They are even fighting. The people are going on demonstrations as well for him to be released. But he's in jail. As he was working. He, I don't know what he did, but... The next regime found him guilty of something. He's in jail. The head of IMF, she may go to jail. She has gone to court. Or she, will also, she may also be free. But she's, she, she's going to court. She has gone to sign over $400 million for somebody. Yes, long since. Yeah, ever since. But there's nothing hidden that shall not be uncovered. I'm preaching already. So, uh, your friend is saying, what was I saying? Believe. You lose your life. She was a finance minister of France. Along the line of, along her 
along the line as she was working. She made a move. Nobody said anything about it. The years later, it's brought up. Explain how this money got here. So I signed. How? What you say? Caught. Maybe one year in court. So, Opo man, we are losing our lives anyway. Yeah. Somebody was going to visit a girl. A car knocked him. Because of a girl, you have lost your life. A girl. Now, the Bible says that there is also the possibility. So when I say lose your life, I don't mean die, go to the mortuary, be in a coffin, you know, blood is oozing, you don't breathe again. You can be alive, but you've lost your life. Yeah. You are alive, but you, you, you don't have your life. You are alive. You don't have your peace of mind. So, let's go back to the verse again. Whosoever shall, uh, will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same, shall save it. So, every other life you lose, every life that is lost for other reasons, is lost permanently. Yes. But the life you lose for God's sake and the gospel's sake, you receive it back. You gain it back. That's not really the message I'm preaching, but I needed this because I'll make a point soon. The next verse, please. 36. For what shall it profit a man? If he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul. This is valuation. Um, a soul. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world? If he gains all the cars, all the money, all the lands of the whole world, the whole world, not Monte Farms lands, the whole world, Guinea, lands in Guinea, lands in Mali, lands in South Africa, lands in London. Can you imagine a piece of land in London? In Fulham, in Chelsea. Think of it. A piece of land. Small plot of land. Millions. Can you imagine having all the lands in London? But the Bible says, what shall it profit a man? If you gain all the lands. And you lose your soul. Your own soul. Or, verse 37. Or, okay, so this one is, what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You mean, you can exchange your soul for fried rice and sex? doesn't balance. If you exchange five CDs for fried rice, it's a worthy exchange. If you exchange two CDs for kinky and pepper, it's a worthy, no fish. It's a, <laughs> it's a worthy, oh, how much is a bowl of kinky? 
I don't know. Oh, one city. I, I don't know. Some time ago, I knew. But now, by the grace of God, I don't know how much a ball of kinky costs. Yes. And I don't apologize. I have no apology for that one. And I'm going to preach it. The reason why I don't know the price of a ball of kinky. Yes, by the grace of God. I will never apologize. I don't know how much a tin of milk costs. I, do, I don't know there's seven cities or three cities or it's ten cities. I, I genuinely, I don't know. Whether it's one city or three cities, 50 pesos or 11 cities. I don't know. I will not apologize to you. So when somebody gives one Ghana city and gets a ball of kinky, it's a worthy exchange. It's a sensible transaction. But to give your soul for Sakawa, get cars and money and not just say, you don't think far. You're, you don't think far. Yes. You don't think far. You, sh- you can exchange something, but, but is it not a soul. Today I'm preaching on the subject, the value of a soul. The value of a soul. What is the value of a soul? Is it two cities? You see, because in this month of evangelism, we are peddling, peddling. We are peddling souls. We go, we speak, we give word, we get soul. Winning souls, chasing souls, talking to souls, getting souls. That's what we are doing this month. And some people are not involved. In one of the services, we are, we are doing Operation R10. Exodus 18 talks about rulers, rulers of 10, rulers of 50s, rulers of hundreds, uh, 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 and rulers of thousands. And we have begun at the bottom, rulers of 10s. That every member of that service is so, supposed to be a ruler of 10. 10 people you have won to the Lord. You start with one. So everybody has a sheet of paper with points. Number one, number two, number three, number four. And as you win the souls and you bring them to church, you write the name Faustina Ofosu. Number two, Ebenezer Quarantine. Arten, Operation Arten, Exodus 18. Rulers of tens, rulers of fifties. But some people won't do it. Even we had a crusade last week. You know, you didn't come. I'm talking to you. You didn't come. <laughs> because it's nonsense. It's nonsense. We, those who don't have anything to do, are those who run about talking, screaming, so winning. You have got a good life. So, so, so today, for those of you who are into souls, who talk to a young boy, hooked on pornography and because of you that young boy is now in church as a shepherd the value of that soul to your life it's not just your soul your my like me my your yours but any soul any soul you see every soul has value and i'm teaching you the value of a soul that that when you win a soul you talk to a young boy who lives his life now betting 
He's at Zongo Junction, betting, soccer betting. All day, all night. You see that that person has no life. It's like a drug addict. He's destroying his soul. Because there's nothing like fast money. But through your intervention, the person is now in church. Doesn't bet anymore. A girl who has left her house and stays with a boy who, does, who is not married to her. Because of you, that girl is singing in the choir. Purged and pure. It cannot be that there's no value to what you are doing. A lot of things we do in life are in vain. A lot are, are in vain. We, we champion things. We, 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 we spill blood, our lives, to build things. They realize that it's in vain. A president of a country, he was a military ruler and formed a political party. Look, he's fought, brought in people, intellectuals, they formed the party, campaigning every part of the country. The, the party won power, became a dominant force in the country, a party which didn't exist. But for the president, he formed the party, campaigning. I couldn't believe it when years later, some of the people in the party said, the president or the, is no more part of the party. Yeah, but if he wants to join the party, he should write a, a formal application. <laughs> and no, and no, and no namentiasian. And no namentiasian. You see, what I'm saying is that you give your life for things to discover that it's a sand in your hand. But when you serve God, 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says that your labor, not every labor is profitable. You may gain because in all labor there's profit. But you, you see, you, you may gain, but it will be in vain. It is your labor in the Lord that will never be in vain. I'm telling you, me, look at me, a small boy like me. I'm, I'm not an old man. Don't forget, don't mind the gray hairs. But in my short life, I've seen a mother being beaten by her daughter tore her blouse in public. We, I saw the mother's brazier. Not that they, they, they described it to me. I saw it myself. And she covered herself and went inside. Nine, nine months pregnancy. Labor. As the baby was coming, toilet was coming from the other side. You give birth to a child. The child grows up to slap you. You continue. Continue spending your life on Mirages. Do you know a mirage? It's a Greek word. You can look. Keep chasing. When a pastor comes to stand in front of you, he tells you, go attend the crusade. Win a soul. Oh. Sp- Today, I'm, if I don't finish, inshallah, I'll continue next time. The value of a soul. Because he said, what, what is it you can give in exchange for a soul? There's nothing you can give in exchange for a soul. The first value of a soul to a soul winner is that the soul forms part of your judgment in heaven. Pastor, I'm preaching. The the soul. (laughs) The first value of a soul to me is that that soul, not just going to preach, but helping the person. You, You have no idea 
what it has cost some people to, to, to have some people sitting here in church. There are some members here, the shirt they are wearing, it's not for them. Yes. And some, you see, some of, it is because of some of you that we have decided to dress down. Because if we wear our Christmas shirt, you will not be happy because you don't have a shirt. You have never worn a brand new shirt before since you were born. The shirt you are wearing, it's your pastor who gave you a shirt. Can't you see it's not your size? <laughs> yes. Some of them have given their personal money to help people to come to church. Even me as a pastor of this church, there was a time I was cooking fried rice and jollof in packs. When you come, you get rice. Because when I preach and I see your face, I see a hungry face. You don't have any idea what it takes for someone to establish a soul in the church. It's not just using the word of God, you know, sharing scriptures. Scriptures we go chop. Jesus was not just sharing scriptures. He provided food. So when you see somebody, please stand up. You know, beautiful Josie Joy. <laughs> Josie Joy. How many of you are from her zone? Can I see your hand from Josie? Yeah, look at that, look at that, look at that. You don't know what it has cost her. Perhaps it is even because of you that she doesn't have a beloved now. Or oh, you got one now? Yes. Nice girl like that. I'm, I'm, I'm advertising her. Shiny shoes. Shiny iPad. Shiny hairstyle. Say, Australia, not me. Bibi, yummy, yum. Bibi, yummy. Any idea what it has cost us to be here? The church you are enjoying. Time has failed me already. I said, Time has failed me. A soul you establish, you help to come to church. You will be surprised that mighty you turn to mighty you 25. I'm giving you just one point. I've got seven. Yes. Sure. You can see it, Diagro. Mighty you 25, 32. It's a long story. Thank you, my darling. But I said, before him, this is judgment. Say judgment. Before him shall be gathered all the nations. He shall separate them one from another. As a shepherd divided his sheep from the goats. So, from here you can learn that a shepherd doesn't only have sheep. A shepherd also has goats. Stubborn goats. Be encouraged as a shepherd. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Enter. Enter the kingdom. For I was hungry. You gave me meat. I was thirsty. You gave me drink. I was a stranger. You took me in. So when you bring an unbeliever into church, you have brought a stranger in. Psalm 43 verse 4 says, He set the solitary in families. So when you bring an, a, a, a stranger roaming about, destroying his life because of you, she's in church. Baby, 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 you've brought a stranger in. Naked, you clothe me. Anybody who has given somebody a shirt to come to church, it is here. So when you are into, what's the, so, 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 
because of me, she's in church. I gave her the jacket. I gave her money for her pocket. I gave her food. Put her in a bus. So she's in the church. I brought her. She was a stranger. Because of me, today she's in church. It's her first Sunday in church. I'll visit her, pray with her, encourage her, and she's in church. Now, what I have done, what is the value of that activity to my life? The value is that what I have done forms part of my judgment that a day will come when sheep are being separated from goats. The eye, not forget about her. What she will also do for someone is a problem. But me, what I've done for her, he said, I was hungry. I gave her food to eat. So, ah, so they were confused. Then the righteous shall answer him, saying, Lord, when? I, I remember doing that for a girl called Jocelyn and a boy called Papa Kwame. When saw we thee a stranger? When did we see you, Jesus, a stranger? What are you talking about? When saw we thee a stranger and took you in? Or naked? When? And clothed you? When? Or when saw we thee sick? Some of you who go to visit your sheep in the hospital. Ha, it will inure to your benefits. You watch it soon. We, 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 we appear weak. We appear fool as fools, but we are fools for Christ. Anybody who is a fool for Christ will be wise very soon. When saw we the sick or in prison and came to thee, 40, and the king shall say, shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of my brethren, ye have done it unto me. So anything you did for Jocelyn, for Papa Kwame, for Brayal, for Ebenezer, it was not Ebenezer you were doing it to, you were doing it to the king. And on that judgment day, that's why she's very valuable to me. Paul talks about people as his trophy. You are my trophy. I don't joke with you. That's the value of her soul. That's the value of her soul. One day, I told you, Alberto Fujimori, he's hanging in there. He's in the cooler. Long ago, he did things. This woman, she's long ago. You, you, you would not believe how issues are brought up. You can ask a lawyer. You are there one day, then something is brought up. In the same way, time has failed me. You can go home and say, homework. When you continue reading, verse 11. Then shall he say also unto them on the left, because not only those on the right, he will have this chat with. Those on the left, who saw those on the right as fanatics, as religious bigots, as people who didn't have much to do. For which reason they roam about knocking on doors and sharing the gospel. Yes. People who didn't have any dignity. Yes. But you have dignity. Yes. Yeah, you have something to do. Yes. You are wise. Yes. 
there will be a discussion with you one day. He shall say to them on the left hand side, depart from me. Ye cursed into everlasting fire. This is not a poem I've written. This is the word of God. And indeed, the red letter words of Jesus. Depart. So, wow. What? Why? Go to the place prepared for devils. You will go there. Why? You are smoking weed? No. No. You fornicated? No. Watch it. 42. I was hungry. I was thirsty. You gave me no drink. Next. I was a stranger. When you, anybody who is into soul winning is into, remember last year or two years ago, I talked about the, the benefits of soul winning. One of the benefits of soul winning is that you interact with angels. Yeah. Bible says that when we, when we entertain strangers, we entertain angels on our way. You don't know that it's an angel. Because some human beings are not human beings. They're angels. Can you imagine you having an angel as a friend? Or an angel as your spiritual son? I was a stranger. And you took me not into the church. I was outside. The doors of the church were open, but I couldn't find my way. So you came and held my hand and anacazzled me into the church. I was a stranger. You took me not in. You didn't do it. You didn't join. You didn't join. You didn't win a soul. Whether it's September or July or March or December or February, you are not interested. It was not part of your thinking. To win a soul, to bring someone to church wasn't part of your thinking. You took me not in. Naked. You clothed me not. Sick. And in prison. And ye visited. Do you know that visitation is part of the work we do? We visit, yes. One day, the visitation we brought up. And they will also ask the same question. Lord, when saw we thee unhanged? When saw we thee naked? When saw we thee in prison? When saw we thee? And say, not me. For as long as ye have done it, or you did it unto the least of this, you did it to me. My dear friends, this morning, the value of a soul to you, I've got seven points. Number one, that soul is actually part of your judgment. May be the reason why you will make it and sneak into heaven. I know we all know that the blood of Jesus is what takes us. We get born again. But apparently, there's something more. Apparently. It's, it's the word of God. Even the writer of Hebrews says that. Even beyond all these things also. The, one of the factors which will determine your judgment is the testimony of your pastor. Yes. Hebrews 13 verse 17. Don't ask me how. Because when the pastor himself is hot. <laughs> when will he finish his examination and now be going from church member to church member, also giving testimony. Please, you and I are both human beings. Don't ask me such questions. Anybody who watch for your souls will give an account. And when he's talking for you, he must speak with joy and not with grief because that will not profit you. It is a loss that your pastor will talk about you with pain in his soul. God bless those of you who are helping your pastor. Yes. Arranging the chairs, sweeping the chairs, playing the keyboard, 
going out with him to win souls. God will bless you. I'm saying tonight, today that when you win a soul, what's the value of Araba Lucy to me? The value of Araba Lucy to me is that she forms part of my judgment. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's rise to our feet. Those of you hoping to see Jesus walking by the roadside at Commandos, Omale, you, you will not see any Jesus, but you see a young boy. May preach the seven points. The value of a soul. Let's close our eyes and close the service. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the privilege. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We honor you. We hallow you. As every eye is closed, every head is bowed. If you are in this service, you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to be born again. Please pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. If you are here like that, you are not born again. Please. It's dangerous. Hell is real. It was not made for you. It was made for some wicked angels, rebellious people. Don't join them. As every eye is closed, every head is bowed. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Christ. If you are here like that, just lift your hand up. I will pray with you and you will have a relationship with Jesus Christ and be born again today in the service. Lift your hand if you want me to pray for you to be born again. I see your hand. I see your hand. Lift it up. Yes, I see at the back. I see your hand. I see. Pastor, I want to be born again. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Yes. Yes. You are, you are wondering, should I or should I not? You should. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Thank you, Jesus. If your hand is up, please come to me in front here. Come. 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 Come to Jesus. I'm not Jesus. I'll pray with you. Come. What a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Come to Jesus. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Can you please close your eyes and lift your hands and let's pray. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for my sins. Please have mercy on me. Thank you for your word I've heard today. I'm not going to joke with my soul. Nothing is worth exchanging for my soul. It's not worth it. It's bad business. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to obey you. Please receive me as your child. I thank you. I thank you. For my salvation. Because I'm born again today. It's not the end. I'm going to continue to walk with you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.